Hey, hey. Hey, can you hear me? I can. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. Been how's <laughs> how's your dad? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just dropped him off at the emergency room, and we'll see. He had a temp of 105.4 and vomiting for about three or four hours. So <clears throat> hopefully that goes okay. Lots of prayers there, babe. Thank you. No COVID. No COVID. Oh no Delta strain, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, I'd lose my mind. Right? Okay, so we're going to start by introducing ourselves. Um, I'm going to let Crystal go ahead and go first. I know she's had a rough morning, but go ahead and go <laughs> get started. Okay, so <clears throat> my name is Crystal Kircher, obviously. Um, so I met Fallon, what, 2015, I think? It's been about, no. I think it's been like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, okay. we met through Kratom and um, just kind of been friends since then. I, I know you did an introduction yesterday. So I had a pretty good childhood for the most part. Um, we have a brother that we didn't know about until I was 11. So that was um, something I went through. My trauma didn't really come until later in life as an adult through my relationships with men and things like that. Um, but right now I'm working from home and just enjoying life. Just bought a, a new house um, with five acres. So things are going pretty good now, but endured a lot of trauma through my 20s and early 30s <clears throat> so that's just a little bit about me <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit about you <laughs> um my name is Fallon Salters I am from Colorado I have had so the reason why Crystal and I decided to do this talk show really quick just to get before we get started in depth um we both dealt with narcissism mental, physical, and emotional abuse. We've come a long way in our own journeys to overcome things, see things before they even start so we can stop it before it happens. Um, so a little bit more about me is I have dealt with a bipolar schizophrenic sister since I was born, um, traumatized through my life, <laughs> not knowing any different um, you know, I know a lot of kids that have siblings, uh, they fought. There's a lot of fighting, hair pulling, you know, really physical fighting. And I'm not saying that one's better than the other, but I did deal with it more on a like, daily basis. Um, wasn't allowed to have friends, wasn't allowed to have boyfriends, um, wasn't allowed to bring them over to the house. Uh, I had to hide a lot from my sister just because there was a lot of jealousy um, you have more friends than me. You're more popular than me. You're more this than me. Um, growing up in Pagosa Springs, there wasn't more of a popularity. It's a small town. Um, everybody knows everybody. But uh, there was a lot of jealousy from her. And, you know, then after dealing with her and my dad, who was put on Prozac um, when I was probably 15, 16, um, and being physically abused by him. And then more mentally, as I got older, uh, I ended up finding a boyfriend when I was 16, who was five years older than me, who's the kids' his dad. And I have three kids with this man. And for 12 years, I endured 
way more than any 28-year-old, 12-year relationship should have endured. Um, a lot of moving back and forth from Texas to Colorado, um, cocaine, heroin, um, a numerous amount of pot, numerous amount of drugs, working with the police department, um, cheating, having numerous kids. So I have my three. They are the oldest of his that we know of. Um, I have mm-hmm. one that lives about four hours from me, and she is eight months old, um, younger than my youngest. My youngest is 17. And they're all friends on Facebook. Um, they want to do a reunion and stuff to kind of meet and see each other. But the amount of torture I endured from this man being told wasn't enough. I'll never be enough. You'll never measure up. You'll never amount to anything. Um, hearing it from my dad, you'll never amount to shit. Hearing it from my principal of my high school, you just ruined your entire life. You'll never amount to anything. So that alone drove me to where I'm at. So I was very driven by the negativity that I had in my life. Um, I've had bricks thrown at me. I've had vacuum cleaners broken over me, plates thrown at me, um, smacked upside my face. Uh, A lot of abuse. Um, I had a car that I paid cash for that I loved and decided to kick out my windshield from inside the car. Um, Mm -hmm. I stopped. I got out. I was driving and he forced me back into the car from the passenger seat. Uh, This was in 2007. And we went down Highway 50 in Montrose, Colorado at 45 55 miles an hour and I went to jump out of the moving vehicle mm. and he put the seatbelt around my neck and drug me out um, I didn't endure any kind of road rash or anything thank god I had actually had my Harley Davidson pants on which I will say this I attest to those <laughs> <They were fun. laughs> by them if you're riding a bike um, but the undercover uh, the off duty police officer driving behind me saw what was going on. Um, I broke free as he stopped. Um, and the, the man and the woman, I don't even know their name. It happened so quickly. I jumped in their vehicle. I told him, just drive me to my mom because I knew if I went to the hospital, he would find me. So mm-hmm. we had to pull their motorcycles and their car out of the garage. We pulled into their garage and I was hidden from him for two months. He couldn't wow. find me. Um, I've been placed on victims advocates list. I've been um, in holding houses where they hold you for for safety measures. Um, in 2009, I finally went to the courthouse with my dad's shotgun, and I said, "I'm enough. Enough is enough. It's either me or him." And the judge came running at me, and he said "What's going on? Tell me about your stuff." So I told him. I said, "I needed a restraining order, and I needed to work." I need it to stick and I need your police officers and the state patrol to do their job. And so he, this judge, put the restraining order against me and him at 500 yards. And he said, the only person that can take it off is me. And it's a lifetime restraining order against me and him. Wow. Yeah. And the kids, when they were 18, could, could you know, pick and choose if they wanted to put the restraining order on him or not. 
So 2009, I hid. 2010, um, he left town. He left the state of Colorado. This is a very violent man who has beaten police officers, who has been kicked out of Telluride, he's been kicked out of Montrose, Red Junction, Norwood. Like, he is just a menace. He's not even welcome back in the state of Colorado. Um, wow. Yeah, it, it was pretty, I mean, there's a lot more, which we can get into in depth then, but um, I didn't get clearly free of him until 2011 when I actually moved to North Dakota. I had to let the state know that I was leaving. I had to make sure that the restraining order followed. I had to make sure that the kids were safe. I had to put their school on a list. And I got harassed for two years after that by his girlfriend, who is now my friend on Facebook, which is really weird. But um, yeah, uh, she was like, oh, you kidnapped the kids. You took them from him. You're never going to let him see him again. I can get you, I can even take you to court for kidnapping. Well, you can't kidnap kids when the, other parent has abandoned them right I stood up and did what I had to do as a single mom of three kids I left and I moved to a state where there was money to be made jobs to be had and I made a life of my for myself and my kids for two and a half years there um I was I was a badass joined roller derby just to keep busy broke my leg Mm -hmm. 2012 quit (laughs) I was like I'm too old for this. I don't feel as well as I used to. So now I need to go ahead and uh, just be a mom. I had an on, I had a long distance relationship. I was in the guy that I was talking to was like a guardian angel. I don't know how else to put it. He definitely got me through my hardest times in my life. Um, Calmed me down. I used to be a, not a bar fly is what most people call it here, but I was definitely out more Friday and Saturday nights, just dancing. I didn't really drink that much. We would just dance and had a good time. Um, but when I moved to North Dakota with the oil fields, I was like, I can't have that life anymore. I really need to make sure I watch myself, my surroundings. So, yeah, I moved there. And in 2013, I met my current, now ex-husband, Josh, and thought he was the best. He was so calm, so mellow, so chilled, something completely different from what I ever had. Not a fighter, just, you know, hey, let it go. Don't worry about it. Is it bothering you that much? Do you have to make a scene? You know, keep your personal life personal. Don't worry about what other people think. Um, very, very much a Buddhist. He studied Buddhism, so he was very more into meditation and yoga and just self-awareness. And over the course of the eight years that we were together, nine years we were together, we opened four businesses. Well, one and there's the rest of them as we slowly progressed into everything working out. And Josh became more money hungry. And I had a spa. And I got told all the time, um, your spa is a waste. You're wasting your time with this. It's never going to go anywhere. Um, your soap is a hobby. Your spa is a hobby. Mind mm. you, I'm certified and licensed to do massage, certified and licensed to be an esthetician, taking extracurricular um, classes to do the skincare that I do, formulated classes to build and create my own skincare line 
that is more medical grade. Um, so, I mean, my hobby, I guess, that he so calls it, was never good enough. Everything that I did, it was always, do better, try harder. Do better, try harder. After four years of hearing that, five years of hearing that, I never felt good enough. So when COVID hit me last year, I sunk down to my lowest point. Um, I found my dad's shotgun and pulled the trigger three times. Oh, uh, wow. There was a bullet in it, never discharged. Uh, I'm not a drunk. I'm not a. I'm not a drunk driver. I don't do that. Um, there's Ubers everywhere. But I got totally drunk one night and took off driving and passed seven cops and was like, if I just park my car and get out, maybe they'll help me. Um, That was the lowest part of my life. I've been, Chris, I've been endured in physical, mental abuse for years, and I've never once tried to commit suicide. Ever. So, you know, when they say, oh, when you're depressed or you have suicidal thoughts, you should reach out to people. There's suicidal hotlines. You know, when you're in that mind frame, it's like tunnel vision. Right. Yeah. You don't hear or see help. Right. You just see I need out. I am Mm -hmm. numb. My body's numb. My head is numb. I'm good. I'm good. My son's bipolar schizophrenic and my current ex-husband has completely shunned him, kicked him to the curb. He's homeless, has no job. He's gone so far into the, to the deep end, he refuses my help. Um, he's turned to meth and cocaine um, mm. and acid. So there's, right now it would take a full miracle to get him to come back to me. Um, I have a daughter who's 20 who is also using and with the help of my ex-husband, of course, uh, not sure what the intentions there are with him yet. We're still trying to figure this out, but he does have weird feelings towards Lily and it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's all in depth, a different episode, whatever, but that's just so me currently what I'm dealing with. Yeah, what's up, babe? So do you think that um, Josh, like, had a jealousy? Like, he did, he would tell you those things. Want you to be more successful than him? Or, um, you know, because I think that a lot of people get a complex when they're building a business with someone else. Or or just if, if they're in a relationship with someone, they don't want that person but they don't want that person to be more successful than them because it will make them look bad and they think I mean that's what they think in their head do you think that's how Josh was thinking or is that just you know know, I don't know I mean I've been asked that a lot of times you know do you think it's jealousy do you think it's this do you think I think I'm a very outspoken person and a very powerful person my voice gets heard regardless I mean I've done Facebook lives for how many years now and you never hear from him ever. I think a lot of it is, is that he saw my spa as a waste of money. He's always told me, um, dealing drugs makes sense to me. 
And that's what he sees Kratom as. Oh, wow. Because the prophets go there. Um, to me, that's pretty shitty. Considering I've never done drugs, I've never wanted to. I've never had the desire to do them. So I don't really understand why you would put that in the same category, considering it's right. not. Right. Um, it devastated me whenever he said, oh, I don't use Kratom. I can never use Kratom. It doesn't work for me. Uh, what? It works for me. It works for 98% of the people that I know that I've talked to over the course of <laughs> seven years. Right. Um, it works for me. Yeah, right? If you take it, it works. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I think Josh more saw money. And I, I really think that the spa industry for him doesn't make sense. Because you have to pay employees a different rate than minimum wage. Right. The spa services and employees are completely different. It's a, it's a service, so you have to do it off a commission base. So for him, he was like, unless you're charging like $125 a session and paying them 25 bucks an hour or a session, then yeah, that makes sense. But in the state of Colorado, in Colorado Springs, when you have 500,000 people plus growing every day, then you have, I don't know how many spas around you that you're constantly in comp competition with. The price gouging doesn't make any sense for me. Right. So at, it was more of like a business aspect. It just didn't make sense to him in his mind. Right. Right. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of it, I think, because like I said, at the end of this, like me talking became more of an annoyance for him. Right. Me going out and meeting with the senators and legislators to keep Kratom legal was more of an annoyance for him. Um, he always used so to tell me, you could talk to him. Sorry to interrupt you, but he was always um, promoting that he was doing that, that he was talking to senators. And was he not? He is. We oh, both okay. do it. Um, so there's a role in every business. Most, most people have a role um, on more business ethics. So maintaining business, keeping the GMP facility running smooth and clean and clear and making sure that everybody's doing their due diligence in the position that they have. Um, mine was online, making sure the online, the website was done, the um, orders for, you know, customer service so that was being taken care of. And then we hired people out as we went. Josh took over and did all of the meetings and stuff. So he's always in Zoom meetings. Um, I think that it's a persona that he feels like he has to uphold. Right. To look good because he looks great on Facebook. <laughs> right. Yeah, he does. And that cracks me up because I'm like, if people really knew you, <laughs> your own mom don't like you. Like it, it's hard because yeah. he's ran everybody that loved him and loved him and thought the world of him, he has ran them off. So do you think that, I don't know how much research you've done on narcissism, but do you think he's a narcissist? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say that. You never told me that. You never the said that. The gaslighting. Yeah. The gaslighting. Gas sure. yeah. he, <laughs> he is notorious for gaslighting. Notorious. Mm -hmm. And I went through that this morning. I opened an email and 
we're separating the businesses. We're trying to get all the documentations done correctly. And I must have emailed him this specific answer to the question that he's asked me 16 times mm-hmm. more than he's asked me. And I'm like, at this point, I just want to choke him. <laughs> I yeah, want to beat your head up against the wall. Him. Yes. Yeah. It's the, if I had crayons and a coloring book, would that make more sense to you? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't, and I try really hard to do like to dummy things down. I have to have layman's term in my massage. I have to have layman's term when it comes to facials and skincare and my products. So I'm not just somebody who sits and talks this lawyer talk all the time. Like I literally have to think outside the box when I speak to people. Right. Yeah. You know, am I smarter than him? Not really. I think Josh is very smart. I think that the way he does things is dumb. And I really think he's overwhelmed himself with the stuff that he's gotten himself into. I've learned that about narcissists, though. They're not dumb. They are completely calculated. They're very smart. Um, My ex, Kyle, was that way. 1,000% textbook Mm -hmm. narcissist. And he did the blame shifting, the gaslighting, all that, the projecting, all of that. And um, it's just like beating your head up against the wall with somebody like that, because you can repeat yourself over and over and over. And it's almost like they're doing that on purpose to break you down and like (sighs) either shut you up or just make you feel crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was times where I would feel absolutely out of my mind. Right. Like literally would feel like I am the problem. Yeah. I'm the problem. I talk too much. So I stopped talking. I stopped. Crystal, how many Facebook lives have I done that you've known me to do? (laughs) A ton, right? Right. How many Facebook lives did I do last year? Zero. Maybe one. Yeah. I think I did one when we did, when we finally shut down for COVID the first time and the year before last, I think I did two. Yeah. I went over a new product. So, I mean, it just got to the point where I didn't feel worthy to be in the public eye anymore. Um, Josh used to support me when skid care. He used to, he used to share it all over Facebook. He used to post videos of me at, at vending shows. He literally dropped me, shoved me out of soap corner and was, I was on the back end. Yeah. I can't even tell you how to make a sale on our website. I can't even tell you what our website password is. And it's my business. Wow. I can't even go to my bank and go, hey, how much is in my bank account? <laughs> so it's weird because I never knew how much um, Josh and Kyle were so much alike. And because Kyle had his own business too, he's in construction. And when Mm -hmm. he started it, we were together and he's like, oh, we're going to do this business together. You're going to be my right hand man, whatever, you know, but when it came to business stuff, it was like, he only wanted me to do what he wanted me to do. I wasn't allowed to give ideas. I wasn't allowed to make suggestions. I wasn't, yeah, none of that. And and I had (laughs) to be available when he wanted me to be available. So Right. He's not as, as book smart. Um, he didn't graduate high school, which that doesn't matter. But so he's not as like educated textbook wise, but he's very right. like street smart. So 
if he needed to type up an email to a customer, he'd, he'd have me do it. And I would say, well, let's, you know, let's put this in there or let's make it look like this because it's marketing or whatever. No, do it this way and you do it my way. And that's it. I was not allowed to have a voice. I was not allowed to know how much was in the account. Nothing. Yep. In in the business account. We had, that's exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because you just so you get so frustrated because you're like, I'm not dumb. I have great ideas and this could really yep. help you. And it's it's almost I used to say to him, You're going to drown in three feet of water. All you have to do is stand up. You're drowning yep. yourself. Yep. No, exactly. And that's how I feel, you know, when we started when I sorry, when I started Soap Corner, <laughs> Josh didn't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Kratom on our website. It was just soap. We didn't even have a website. I was just selling it through the Kratom page. Right. I was advocating for Kratom. I thought that the skincare portion of it with the antimicrobials and antifungal properties that it had was amazing. The, the bath bombs are just phenomenal. They sell like hotcakes. I can't even explain those. But <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, I, don't, I don't want nothing to do with it. This is your, you do whatever you want. So I did. It wasn't until 2015, 2016, at the end of when we lived in North Dakota, that he wanted to put those on the website. Yeah. And it wasn't even put them on the website. He just added them to the Facebook group and was like, hey, I have these. Hey, I have these. We sold them as as it was. And um, I designed the logo. I I came up with the name. I came up with soap. I wanted to do all this stuff because I had a soap. I had a spa in North Dakota. So and when we moved here in 2016 and I had a job working full-time at the spa, we were going to go ahead and shut the website down. I was like, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Right. Like, we're going to start new lives, whatever. He got fired from his job there in North Dakota. He got his job back. And then a month later got fired again because he was drunk driving. Oh, wow. Yes. Was it probably because of his boss? Probably. Um, I stood behind him regardless. I mean, it wasn't, He's not a, he's not an alcoholic. He doesn't go out and just drink all the time. This was just definitely just a night. Um, and so does, he, does he have other addictions though? Because I know for yeah. Kyle and for like 99% of narcissists, they have some type of addiction for Kyle. It was alcohol and yeah. he, um, I don't know if he was doing meth or not. I couldn't prove it but he had a severe addiction to pain pills, which is why we started taking Kratom in the first place because I, a friend told me about it. She said, Hey, order my um, Kratom from soap corner. If Kyle's having issues, you know, have him try this. So I did. And it worked for a while, but he was just so addicted. It's like, and then he got addicted to Kratom. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't no, think you I can really get addicted to kratom. I just think for him, it was like a mental thing. Most of the time, addiction and people who have addictive personalities, it is more yeah. of a mental. Um, kratom's definitely not something that I say you don't get addicted to because I get addicted to coffee and soda. So right, yeah, yeah, and, and those are legal <laughs> in right. every country. Oh, yeah. But um, you know, I didn't know that when Josh hit forty, that that was when. He he had his breaking point and that was last year. He really hit rock bottom. Um, he told me, he's like, I really wanted kids and I never had them, which we tried. We were going to do in vitro. I was mm-hmm. not opposed to having more kids. Thank 
you sweet Jesus that was not in my cards. Oh, um, <laughs> but I would have. I would have loved to have had to have given in more kids. It's something about being a parent that not every person gets to um, witness and have. Right. But, you know, when he turned 40, he's like, I don't really feel like I've, I've done anything. I've never had a kid. I've never done this. I'm like, well, you have three. Sometimes God gives you gifts in certain angles and ages and aspects that you have to just accept. Like, you, you need to accept. Right. And, I, I mean... I guess whenever I found out that he was doing Percocets and I was doing taking Percocets and having my daughter and her girlfriend buy them for him along mm. with his cocaine, um, that really, really struck me hard. Like it was in the back of my mind. He was honest about it. He did tell me about it. He's like, I'll never do it again, which that's like an abuser saying, I'm going to hit, I hit you, but I'll never do it again. Like exactly. eventually they're going to um, yeah, I think he has an addictive personality. Yes, I think he's addicted to a lot of things. Um, I just, I, I think money's his main priority right now. Right. And somehow offline, he definitely lost family. Um, pushed my 17-year-old away from him. So she has no contact with him whatsoever. Um, my son has no contact with him. He's never even called to check in on him to see how he's doing, if he's okay. My 20 year old works for us in our warehouse and that's the only one that he has contact with. So, and, and that's Lily, right? Yep. That's Lily. That's the one that she, that, you know, is his ride or die and they do weird shit together. Like they go to the um, strip club together and he buys her lap dances. And I just find that really odd. <laughs> that, you know, that's one thing is when you get a gut feeling about I, about something and you just can't pinpoint it you can't put your finger on it but later on you find out you're right and it's and it's sickening yeah yeah remember so our first podcast me and you did together and I know we're at 30 minutes right now I don't know when it cuts off but I know that yesterday we were talking about um that gut feeling and that goes with narcissism abuse mental physical emotional abuse um cheaters goes both ways, male or female. If you suspect your significant other is cheating and your gut instinct is very powerful and strong there, please believe that that gut feeling is true. Every time. Yeah. It's not just cheating. It's the lies, the deceiving, the, you know, who are you talking to on the other end of the phone? Why do you have to leave the room when you're on the phone? Right. You know, why do you, why do you, Josh has three, Three business phones, three phones. Why do you have three phones? Why do you yeah, need three necessary. phones? And none of them have um, codes to them. They're all facial recognition. So uh, what are you hiding? And this podcast is raw. This is me raw. I don't have anything to hide. Apparently, right. I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I know maybe I should have a couple more secrets, but I don't have any secrets. I Yeah. I mean, I have so much to tell over the course of time and we'll get more in depth of what Kratom is and what we do and what I do and other things like that. But, you know, for now, this is more so for physical, mental, emotional abuse and narcissism. Like if you ladies, men have been witnessing or feeling that there is a way out. There is hope at the end of that tunnel. 
Even if yeah. you are physically abused to where, you know, your eyes been swollen shut, your lips been busted, please know that you too can have a secret life and it's called getting out. Yeah. You're not stuck. And it, it feels like you are, it feels like you're completely stuck and this is, you know, this is it. This is the end, but it's not. Oh, yeah. I, I was the same way. I felt like I was stuck too, but yeah, I, w- I would just encourage anybody to reach out if you have questions or if you need help. Felon and I both have resources. Um, I'm in the Kansas City, Missouri area. So we're, you know, any viewers or listeners or whatever in different states, reach out to one of us and we can definitely find the resources you need if you can't. Absolutely. And if those of you listening have ever been in a situation and you've gotten out and you want to share your story, we would love to have you join us at some point. Um, We would like to eventually have like counseling sessions on here. Um, I'm just a mentor. I like to mentor other women to feel powerful about themselves, more secure with themselves um, and less vulnerable. So if you don't have a voice, we can help you. Right. Um, And I think that's good enough for today. We can hit back tomorrow. Yes, that's great. Thank you. Of course. Um, We were running a little late due to an emergency this morning, but we will try to be on time tomorrow, um, 9 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mountain time. Um, I know Crystal's an hour ahead of me, so it makes we're both a little slow when it comes to that. But Um, just to let everybody know, you guys can find us on Spotify. Um, we will have it live on Google Podcasts as well. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, Crystal. Bye, hon. Bye.